0: hello everyone and welcome to the five star joji show here on the fight game media network i am your host as always scott Edwards. with me today to preview a little show we call "Startup of dream queendom 2022 trent trent has come back to the show for the first time since the five-star finals. Most likely. Have you missed me, guys? I have. (laughs) All right. Uh, (laughs) I I don't know how you lost yourself in that time, but hey. I get uh, lost
1: in my eyes every time I look in the
0: mirror. Okay. Well, anyways, it's time to shame Trent, because what we are talking about today here on the show is the Tomoka Inuma versus Suzu Suzuki match from the final Taka Taichi Mania. Uh, We will talk Stardom Year-End Climax, as that previews what you're all probably here to listen to, which is the Stardom Dream Queendom 2022 preview. You know, I had Trent on last year to review that show. Mm -hmm. Um, I only come on for the big stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I think I've had you on for a week, show once or twice. But yeah, yeah. I make it a strong show.
1: If yeah, it's a week exactly. stardom event, I lift the rising tide lifts all things.
0: Yeah, you How lost the lead there. It's okay. It's okay. I'm it's, okay. Lost. it's okay. It's okay. What we have to talk about is Tomoka Inuma versus Sue Suzuki. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna sit here and wait. We're not gonna, we're not gonna beat around the bush. We're just gonna get right to it. We're gonna get right to it, mostly because I'm exhausted, but also because this match felt like not only I think it because if you remember the tag team match that was at the last Takataichi Mania with Tomoka Inaba and Aoi versus Mirai and Micah. You remember that that was a big coming out party for Tomoka Inaba,
2: Hmm.
0: right? That was her big match. But this match was the one. This is her best singles match to date it'll probably go down as one of my favorite matches of the year. Maybe not a top 10 match of the year contender necessarily, but one of my personal favorites of the year. Sue Suzuki has a lot of those. Um, just kind of what she does. But the, the craftiness of this match is, or at least from the Stardom fans' point of view, is we're watching two people here who are going to be important parts of Stardom's future for the foreseeable future. They're both 20 years old. Right, They are as good as anyone. And with Tomoka, she has been like the most interesting wrestler for me to watch this year because she started off her year doing grappling and kind of doing like the more technical side of stuff. And it was absolutely pissing me off. I I said to multiple people, I was like, what happened? Why is she not kicking people anymore? That is literally the best thing she does. And she'll kick people like once or twice in those matches. And I was like, Ugh. And then I said, and then I said, you know, you know who would teach her how to do this correctly? Shuri. Of course, she would join God's Eye, thankfully, because she was the perfect fit for God's Eye. And ever since then, we have had a different Tomoka uh, she is kicking and kicking and kicking and kicking, kicking Yeah, I don't think it's just because it's
1: around the World Cup period and she's been inspired
0: by Messi? Well, that could be it too. I mean, who wouldn't be inspired by Messi, right? Um, and we know Starlight Kid was, of course, at the mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Stardom Showcase. But this match was fantastic. It was everything you hope to see out of Tomoka as the years go on. She, this match told me what I thought already that she should probably be in that Wonder of Storm title match if we're picking outsiders, if we're picking random outsiders because I think she not only is already protected in this company, but she is going to do big things for them. She feels like and this might be bold words but I'm going to say it, almost like Shuri's heir in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah. She is going I don't think to do- that's unnecessarily bold. Thank you. Well, because with Mariah and Ami, they're not Shuri, right? Mm. They don't wrestle like Shuri. They're just in the same group. Tomoka does. And if Tomoka continues to develop like we've seen her do already, she's going to be one of the best in the world. Susan mm. is one of the best in the world. And that made for a perfect match here. Um, the The ending, the finish of the match just beautiful, I'm not going to spoil it for you because I think, not just Trent, but anyone that hasn't watched it yet, if you haven't watched it, go out of your way to see it. Much like that tag team match which is one of my favorite tags of the year go watch this because not only will it excite you about the future of what these two do in stardom but just the future of Joshi in itself right, you know, you know Starlight Kid and Azumi have been talked about for years and years and years mm. At this point, Hanan has got a lot of praise this year. Suzuki's got a lot of praise this year. Mm. It's now time we put Tomoka in that same conversation. Because she she uh, definitely stepped up to the
1: plate and kind of announced herself on that level. Because, yeah, the 18 to 21-year-old bracket for joshi wrestlers right now is ludicrous. Like, when you look at what that potential is and, you know, to, to put yourself in that group, uh, speaks to your talent. And Inaba has is, is definitely forced her way into that conversation yes. uh, later than the others, but I think now she, the momentum's on her side. Um, and whether she's full-time with Stardom at some point next year, or whether she stays with JTO or freelancing have been getting opportunities elsewhere, um, now everyone's aware of what Inaba's about. Yeah. Um, and that's the exciting part. Once you've announced to the world that you're as good
0: as you are, then you can really start to start shaking things up. Yeah, she feels like someone that will have stardom gold by the end of 2023. Yeah. Not saying singles gold, but she's definitely going to have some gold, it feels like. Because God's Eye is going to get one of those two pairs of tag titles by the end of the year, next are you, year. Are you
1: telling me Amy, Sarai, and Mariah are going to challenge again for tag team gold?
0: I, I know people love Karate Brave, understandably. I do mm. too. And that's probably what Shuri's going to be busy doing once she loses Mm. the title, as she should be. But Mariah and Inaba would be the perfect duo.
1: I could see it being the artist title because Mm. it takes the pressure off Inaba um, having to be on that essentially main event level. The tag scene is kind of a main event level situation. The artists obviously are among some of the most exciting matches they run and has been for a while now. Um, but there is a little bit less pressure on someone like Anaba and just allows, like, not that you need to hide her as such, but you've got, you know, say, Mariah and Shuri who can carry that load a
0: little bit more because um, she is still learning a bit. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about this after I watched this match. I was like, when they announce those Cinderella tournaments, it's going to be very interesting because this year feels wide open. Mm-hmm. Because... Someone like a star like kid who I thought could have won last year almost feels past the Cinderella tournament, but she still could win it. Don't get me wrong, yeah, but she does feel like she doesn't need it, right and I sat there thinking I was like, if they enter Suzu Suzuki in that tournament, <laughs> she might win <laughs> she might win um but that's that's the specialty of the Cinderella tournament, which of course is. A ways away, but... Yeah, That's a little more be. open.
1: Um, I mean, hell, if you tried to predict who was going to win uh this time last, last year, year, you would have been wrong. You there. would have been wrong. Yeah. Guaranteed <laughs> guaranteed to be guaranteed. wrong. If you
0: said Momo Mask, congratulations.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Momo Mask number but, two, not number one. Number right. two.
0: But everyone go check out that. uh Very much worth your time, your money, whatever. So be it. That whole show was great, but... The Taka have become almost appointment viewing, and it's a shame it's no longer happening. I don't know why they can't, but I'm not going to get started. Like, I understand Suzuki Gun's breaking up. It's like, okay, it doesn't mean you guys can never talk to each other again. (laughs) They're deleting their numbers. Who number, who this. I know, I guess so. Uh, But let's get to it. Um, Year end climax 2022. Uh, We've seen these cards dramatically changed through the years mm-hmm. um you know me and trent just spent an hour talking about that <laughs> um but this card yeah you know, i know i know people are always upset with it and like oh it's not as big as it once was this is a fun card people yeah it's a very fun card that will perfectly preview this coming pay-per-view and, and why would places. you
1: run such a big show at Curricon Hall when you're leaving tickets on the table? Yeah, you know, right. like if if you ran say Dream Queendom in and Hall, you're losing out on potentially like a thousand tickets.
0: Uh, I think they did three thousand last they year did. total, they so did. yeah, fifteen hundred. You're, 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 you're missing on double of what you yep. would do at Corrikan. So um Not anyways, to mention they can charge more. So that's true. Let's look at this card here. We have Hanan versus Momokogo versus Rina. All right, moving on. Uh, we have the Christmas Eve special. Eight women tag the Christmas gift contest. Uh, players are entered at the same time, dressed as Santa. Santa Claus will present a luxury brand product to one player who won a fall or give, um, uh, submission or victory. Got the victory on the winning team. Yep. So the teams are Stars. This is Mayu Yutani, Hazuki, Kogama, and Sai, Ida. Versus Tommy Shishida, Hina, Miyu Amasaki, and Lady C. I'm not saying it's a little predictable, <laughs> but good luck to Tommy. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to push an agenda here,
1: but of those people, I think Queen's Quest should win because Hina's, you know, you give the presents to the youngest kid, yeah, typically, and Hina is the youngest kid here, so give her the luxury brand good. a kid too. Yeah, she is. She's still, mm-hmm. you know, classified. She's 2 line. Yeah. Makes me feel old.
0: Yeah. So, you know, they deserve it, right? They deserve uh they deserve a present here and there. Yeah, but they um, their, their
1: present is gonna be getting crushed. Probably yeah, by Mizuki
0: yeah. foot. Oh yeah, big time. Um y- you know, they're when stars gets a chance to win money or presents, they're all in, as we know. So yeah, yeah. They don't
1: care about championships. No. Dollar, dollar no. bills and
0: dollar, sweet, dollar sweet bills, fake crowns, fake coins—they're all in on that. And I could, no.
1: I could believe that Mai Iwatani still thinks Santa's real and wants to win this match to actually meet the
0: real Santa. Exactly. I mean, she's because the they're pushing
1: that it's the real Santa who's. She's going to
0: be dressed in the Santa gear in the poster, after all. I mean, mm. it's not anyone else; it's her. So uh, they know they know what's going on. Uh, we have a very much a preview match, as it will be a handicap match tier and Tsukiyama versus Nanai Takahashi and you. So, the the tag title match plus Tsukiyama. which is the real handicap here. That's the question, Mark. Oh, I mean, <laughs> you're setting up Tam and now to put a fail here. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, these are the person who's never won a match in our life. Mm. It is a little more interesting now
1: with the new blood situation. Yeah, that's just kind of what happened there with Waka Sukiyama talking to Naitakashi. Obviously, it's not going to change the result of this match, but it does, I think, make it a little bit more interesting, and this match has some depth to it beyond just previewing a match that's happening in a few days' time.
0: Yeah. I mean, originally, Waka wasn't on the announced card, mm-hmm. and then they were probably like, oh, shit, um, let's <laughs> oh, not give shit. away our title match. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> And this way, you can have 7-Up going strong, yeah, uh, which is smart. Uh, Big-time preview here. You have Mo Watanabe, Saki Kashima, Natsuko Tora Ruaka, and Fuki in depth versus the prominence team of Mochi, Mochi Natsumi, Kane Fujita, Kurumi Haragi, Risa Sara, and Suzu Suzuki. So it's a preview, but there's no Starlight Kid in the match, so it is very different um hmm. because you know she's in a different match which should be maybe the match of the night um but a very exciting anytime prominence shows up it's fun
1: yeah and especially now they've got something to work towards here as well yeah. it's not just prominence doing stuff for the sake of being prominence, but they're previewing the the match and look it's anytime we get to see them is a joy because they do bring something different to the table, yep. even though they're as regular as it comes in terms of these outside gimmicks, they still feel like they don't fresh. belong. Yeah, they still feel fresh. fresh. They they don't feel stardom. Colors, they feel like stardom. The, these five women, they come oh, in and the it's terrible like, oh. dread. yeah, they're still <laughs> they're still out here, you know, causing trouble and upsetting the established order. Um, so it's exciting. Obviously, of course, getting more Suzu, more Risa is always a good thing as well.
0: And remembering what uh, Momo and Suzu did in the five-star, it's exciting to get to see them go head-to-head again. And Risa, Sarah, and Momo for the first time. That should be uh, exhilarating stuff. And also Tora with prominence, it's just intriguing. (laughs) Yeah, that feels like something that we're going to come back to. They're just going to beat the crap out of each other with every weapon in existence. Like, these two teams are built for this. Mm -hmm. and it's gonna it's it's gonna be a lot of fun um this match just kicks ass uh sayakamitani and azumi versus Starlight kid and Musaki. why because they said so (laughs) (laughs) there's there's the vague connection of one of the the matches yeah well you have this is the preview match for the wonder Mm -hmm. storm title and then you just happen to have two Longtime rivals being acting yeah. partners, being the brought in as friends and support acts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it should be
1: great. Oh, yeah. Like that's the thing. Like it's it's not the main event kind of match. It's you know year end climax for Kirk and Hall doesn't really shine like to Dream queendom But I mean, you put this match on any other show, I'm like that's probably the match you're most excited to see
0: in the week. Yeah, for sure. And the main event in elimination match. The big preview for the main event mm-hmm. of Stardom Dream Queen. Then you have DDMs, Julia, Micah, Hameka, My Sakurai, and Tekla taking on God's Eye, Nanami. Um, this is her second time finally teaming with them. Tomoka Inaba, Ami Sarei, Mirai, and Shuri. This should be really, really good.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you look at this, and it's hard not to be excited for. It's nice to see a nearly complete. God's Eye as well. Obviously, we're missing Konami because it's not in Hiroshima. Um, <sighs> but what I'm really excited about this match is whenever they run these big elimination matches, wherever it be Stardom or even New Japan, like you look at it on paper, and, oh, okay, they're going to end in Julian Shuri. No, often like they mix up who you would expect to be the last people standing in these matches. So, Obviously, it's just a preview, but what's so exciting here is you don't know exactly what's going to happen. The addition of the over-the-top rope rule really does throw into question who's going first, who's surviving, who makes the big run. I think the only thing we can really be guaranteed on is that we're getting a Michinoku driver party.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I would feel comfortable betting on. Probably then Shuri just, like, kicks her head off or something. And yeah. Pays her. So, so it works it works um hmm. but that that is the year in climax let's get to the big pa- the big pay-per-view preview stardom dream queendom 2022 of course last year this was probably the show of the year for me if it wasn't this it was the grand prix final hmm. um probably either either one and you can make an yeah.
1: argument either way.
0: yeah So to say the excitement is there for this one would be an understatement. It's going to be a challenge for them this year to Mm -hmm. reach that level because they're betting on a lot of people from outside of their company. Yeah. But that's why I think Stardom has taken another leap this year is because they've done it all year long. Mm. Um, Should be a special show. Should be a very special show. It is culminating,
1: like I I saw a lot of people complaining maybe this show isn't bringing together year-long stories for stardom like maybe it should have. But the argument's there that the year-long story for stardom has been stardom versus the outside world. You know, from February when Prominence came in, you've had Colors, you've had New Blood and Sun Showcase bringing in all this outside talent. You know, uh, Su- Suzu, Suzuki, Risa, Sarah in the Five Star Grand Prix, uh, Seven Up in the Goddess of Stardom Tag Tournament. That's been the underlying story for Stardom alongside Julia's story and her role as the protagonist. But, like, this is bringing to a close in many ways the, the Stardom year, which is expanding beyond their own borders.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, and then you have the main event, which has been the year long story you're looking for. So, yep. gives you a little bit of everything. Gives you a little bit of everything. But let's start off at the very top here. The Stardom Rumble makes its grand return. We got, <laughs> we got some interesting uh, names in this one. Uh, yeah, we got La- Lady C, Hina, Miyu Amasaki, Wakasukiyama, Rina, Yuna Mizumori, Saki, super strong stardom machine yes uh, um Fuki death ram kai Chao, tomoka inaba and two mystery entries yes it's um
1: obviously stardom have kind of the mystery entrance thing going on with the triangle derby as well um whether these are going to be connected or not we don't fully know at this stage. Uh, tough to predict because, you know, some of the rumours who who that could that be are in other matches on this card as well. But, like, these are always fun. It's a good excuse to get people on the card. It's nice to see Yuna Misa Mori popping up again, like she is becoming a regular part of Stardom as, like, an outside talent at the moment. Um, not too surprising given how she sort of got brought in once she went freelance. Um, so it'll be interesting to see... What they do with this rumble, like maybe they give her the win, but also it's the rumble, it's very difficult to predict these in a good way.
0: I could see Inaba also win. Yeah, that's a good shout. Um, or if one of the Xs are something big, but I doubt it. Sasha Banks is in Japan right now. <laughs> yeah, I think you're gonna hold off on that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the match that starts off the main show um or in, it, i'm sure the rumble will be either pre-show or the lot the free uh the free part that they put up on mm. um youtube youtube so we'll count this as the official start here um it's big in a lot of ways we got a double return here people we got my soccer on tecla so good team they've been fun together against the returning Mina Shirakawa, first match since the sayaka match that, I mean, I think it changed her trajectory in a lot of ways of yeah, where people yeah. think she ends up, right? With the face that got smashed. And the second return is the return of Pink Kabuki. As Inagi yeah. Sayaka is back on the card. Uh, it's not really a question of who will win here to me. I do think that Pink Kabuki is walking away with this because I think Mina Shirakawa is kind of on her way to doing something. We don't know what yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know, we're looking at the Triangle Derby and we're kind of knowing, assuming she has her own version of a team here. Mm-hmm. So whatever she's gone on to do, she's she's got something cooking here, but getting to see Pink Kabuki back together, it's a blessing um should be a fun match.
1: Yeah, look I- We've, we've been sort of kept away from Pink Kabuki for a couple of reasons and stuff. So it is really exciting just to see the team come back. Um, and now you've got the added, like, Mina Shirakawa is a master grifter in a lot of ways because she's coming out here with the full, you know, <laughs> d- dress like the Yeti or the Mummy. Um, like, there's no reason why her forehead needs to be bandaged, but she's done it for the gimmick brother. And I absolutely love it. Like, it's a great. You know, she commits to these kind of things, and it's going to be fun to see. we like, is she going to pull this out for the match as well? Is she going to do like a big reveal? It's Mina Shirakawa. So I'm, honestly, who knows what's going to go here? But it's going to be a load of fun. It's it's a low pressure situation, unlike when she debuted her other side gimmick character, which was in a semi main event match. Probably wasn't the best choice, but here, like lean into the fun, lean into the stupidity. Uh, Mina and Inagi are perfect for it. Maya Sakurai has been one of the most improved wrestlers of the year and Tekla is Tekla. So, it's, Regardless
0: of how good the match is, it's going to be a lot of fun. We didn't get enough Inagi-Tekla interactions mm. yeah, either, so it should be a lot of fun. We have a Triangle Derby preview match as Mayu Yutani Hanan and Momokogo team up against Hizuki, Sai, Ida, and Kogawa. I'm so excited for this match, and I, you know, ha Mayu, <laughs> so whatever. But stars against one another is always, always going to deliver. It mm. doesn't matter what members, it doesn't. It just doesn't matter. They're always going to kick it into gear. I love that this is the team they gave Mayu for this tournament. One, because I want her and Hanan to pair off, you know, next tag league. Um, but also with the Momokogo story that mm. they've created, it's very intriguing to see how they do. Um, if, we, you know, if you're picking a winner, it's, it's safe to pick the um, FWC and Saida team because, again, Momokogo is the, right now the loser of the group, mm. and it's an intriguing story to tell, but this match should surprise a lot of people. I think not because of, you know, Mayu, Hazuki, and Koguma, but because of the other three and what they'll be able to do as they elevate themselves against their group mates. Yeah, the general rule of thumb is if it's faction versus if it's an interfaction war, check
1: it out because yeah, they always go hard at one another. Stars and no exception to that. They absolutely love sort of squaring off this way. Yes, you get Mai versus Suzuki, which is always going to be a banger. But like all of the, all the talent here are really good. Like, Momo Kogo, I think, is not necessarily underrated, but she does really good in her role. And now that she's got some story to actually chew on, which I think is going to be more to her strength, Um, yeah. that's really exciting. Hanan is always, you know, good in this kind of role. Saya Ida is always going to deliver in these kind of lower to mid-card matches. And it's Koguma. Like, she, I don't know who gets hypnotised first on the other team, but they're going to lean into the comedy as well yeah this is going to be a really fun match. Probably will get forgotten in the grander scheme of things uh for this night,
0: but it's going to be a really fun match. FwC doesn't miss i'll no. just I'll just say that, that and and not even, even muscular here. yeah I'll, I'll just say they don't they don't let you down. um we have a big time goddess of stardom, triple threat, number one contenders' match. Uh, so a lot of teams here we got Natsuko, Tora, and Raka, so BMI2000 Mihime, Micah, and Ameka and then the New Eras Mirai and Ami Saray. so three of the top teams in the tournament um, Mm -hmm. the Tag League tournament getting a chance to wrestle in a number one contenders match here Um, which and it is a hoss fight this is six hosses that is what this is. Yeah. That's exciting. We don't this is pretty much every Haas stardom has in one <laughs> match.
1: Yeah, really, like Utami's watching from a distance because she's yeah. a bit busy. Yeah. Um but bit. yeah, like this is there's not a, not even a questionable, hos, there's not even a questionably hoss wrestler in this bunch. And no. I think this is a really fascinating match because I could see two different teams winning here. Um I could I want my himet to win because I wear my biases on my sleeve, but I can very much see BMI two thousand walking away here, uh, two hundred walking away here with the victory, um, depending on where they want the tag reign to go moving forward. Because like I don't think BMI win the titles, but this would be a good chance to lengthen a championship reign. Um, Could going... be an
0: anniversary title match. Yeah,
1: yeah, and look, I do think especially like they're really starting to they want to see where Ruwaka's at. She got a main event match at New Blood and she's reaching that point now where you know she's no longer just a kid. You know, she's, yeah. She's you know, gonna be tested. They want to see what they truly have in her. Um and this is a good way to kind of test that in a, a big host fight situation that plays at her strengths and then potentially moving forward, getting like a semi-main event match in a tag title match where she does have some backup. She's not the you know not having to run a singles match but then they can sort of say okay where where on the roster can Ruaka end up because obviously it's a very difficult roster to climb through the ranks on given its strength but Ruaka brings something that not everyone on the roster can bring i
0: think i think yeah i think the only team that's not winning is the new arrows because we've already seen the tag match yeah um and it can go either way, but I think Mahime should probably be the ones eventually taking the belt off of Meltier, mm. which is why I may hold them back from winning here. Um, because I think Meltier deserves another good chunk of months into mm. the new year because I think they're still so fresh into their reign and they're doing so well with it that you don't want to take it off of them yet.
1: Yeah, that's that's where I'm kind of leaning. Because I do think Mahime is probably... if if not the number one team, the number two team to win the championships next. Um, And yeah, I just, I don't know whether they're ready to take the belts off melt here. Um, So like, delaying that because my Mahima doesn't have to be involved in the results and so they can keep looking strong, still have a reason to maybe challenge and it kind of builds their story coming in. They've had chances but haven't quite capitalised. So when they get that opportunity, they can hopefully have a, a proper reign this time because their first tag reign was a bit transitional. They didn't get a chance to really shine um, before ALK won it. So it'd be nice to see them get a good run through 2023.
0: High-speed championship match. Azumi defends against the best member of colors, Hikari Shimizu. <laughs> uh, this is an exciting one for all the reasons you can think of. Them. Mm-hmm. I mean, Azumi getting a new opponent is always welcome, uh, especially for the high-speed title. Mm-hmm. Shimizu's one of the most talented freelancers out there. She's also the the one colors member that just, doesn't stick around <laughs> for some reason um and it's frustrating because she is the best one mm. but she had to go to mexico she already did she's yeah. not in she's not in triangle derby <laughs> but the others are and it's like all right cool sick thanks um but she's great she's mm. great this it'll be an interesting challenge for her because she's not a high speed wrestler mm-hmm. but she's a very good wrestler so i have plenty of confidence it'll work out
1: yeah I'm not expecting this to be the pure pace, so probably a a stronger version of the Momo kogo Azumi championship match where you get those elements of high speed coming through um and it's still definitely a high speed match, but there are more sort of i guess methodical moments that will tie into Shimizu's style a little bit more, but yeah this should be an absolutely fun match, and we'll pretty much go on to crown Izumi as the number one high speed wrestler in the record books,
0: yeah I can't. This match on, like, a normal pay-per-view would be like, oh, this could be, like, your Dark Horse match of the night type Mm. thing. It's not going to be the match of the night because of what is left on this show, Mm. but it's going to be really freaking good, and uh, that's what we're looking forward to here. It, it, It has a chance to reach the surprise levels that I think a lot of people have with, I guess, May. I mean, not... If Unless you knew who Mace Ruga was, which you and me do, obviously, mm. you didn't expect it to be that great. And I think this does have that potential. Very different match, but it does have that potential. And we'll see what Shimizu can do. Uh, I think May a better wrestler than Shimizu, but Shimizu brings a different dynamic as a, a as a striker that mm. will change Azumi's game big time.
1: Yeah, it's Azumi doesn't come across a lot of sort of more legitimate strikers in the high speed division. Mm -hmm. Um, So it will force her to change her style. But like some of her best matches have been against strikers. Like you just have to look at the Shuri series she had. So yeah, this is going to be, yeah, Azumi knows to bring it on the big stage. Kari Shimizu is a really good wrestler.
0: This is going to be a really fun and good match. This next match could main event any show Mm -hmm. in wrestling. Not just stardom, any show, and I know that because I watched Kyrie main event with Mayu Utani. But Kyrie, the IWGP Women's Champion, is back in stardom, and she's wrestling Utami Shashia in a gigantic singles match that I think a lot of people have kind of forgotten about. <laughs> um, because you know, people talk about the car and they're like title matches, the title matches, and I'm like, do, do you know? Kyrie and Tommy's right there. I do think this match will fall deeper into the card. I'm just going by uh the stardom card here and going up. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it will probably go fourth or third to last. Um I can see it being higher than the artist championships for yeah. sure. But this match, I mean, I don't I don't need to talk it up. If anyone's worried about Kyrie having to wrestle two weeks two weeks in a row in big matches. She answered what she w- could do in back-to-back nights a, f- mm. a month ago. Not worried. Um, and then she doesn't have an ankle injury this time. No, no. It's, yeah, she always has Hopefully. Really ridiculous. Knock on No, she, I know. Um, but this match, when Kyrie walked back through the door, this, this kind of felt like the one for yeah. a lot of people. This was yeah. the one. Um, Utami has done a lot this year to get back to the top. And what's funny about this match is this match is probably going to reset her in a whole different way because, of course, the stipulation here is that you pretty much go to your rookie gear Mm. if you lose. Um, Rookie gear, rookie entrance, like you can't do the whole posing to the crowd. They they added an interesting element to this match that kind of creates a desperation because on one side you have Kyrie who's trying to represent stardom In New Japan, as the Mm -hmm. IWGP Women's Champion, I mean, she's going to be wrestling on Wrestle Kingdom, for God's sake, in a week. Um, And then you have Utami, who is the face of the company in a lot of ways. Mm. And now she's going to have to work herself back. Yeah. I mean, look, the very real chance this is going to be the same as the Julia situation
1: when she lost her hair, where it's like I'm going back to basics and wrestles a match against and Death and then it's basically back to normal for her, only in a, a different look. Um, but it, it's going to be very interesting here because, like, as far as I know, Utami posted on Twitter, she sold her rookie gear. So, I'm not sure whether she's going to have to she's go back to the new rookie gear <laughs> let's be honest, go back to the guy who bought it and said, "Can I borrow it for a night? I promise I won't wash it afterwards um or does she have like her secondary debut gear, which was like the the, yeah. the red the red straps with the black top yeah um, I, I would accept that wear. as rookie gear um, yeah. my biggest sadness here is they said they're coming out to no entrance music afterwards, and I thought this was a chance for us to get right of flowers again. Um, but apparently not.
0: Sadly, it is not.
1: Um, yeah. Like the one exciting thing here is when I looked at this match, initially I would have thought, oh, well, it's going to be a draw. But with this stipulation, this would be such an odd stipulation to put on and not have a winner. Um, so it does feel like we might actually get a definitive result. And yeah most likely going to be Tommy, they're not stripping kairi of everything right before her big match although it would be hilarious if she had to come out in the black top and skirt at wrestle kingdom with no music like the people who aren't following stardom who don't know the storyline no kairi is the big entrance as the pirate princess if that's the kairi they got her running to the ring like a young lion still with the championship though like i i don't want it to happen but i kind of <laughs> see an alternate world where that happens
0: that would be extra weird because since Kyrie's come back, it's been like superstar presentation. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, just think about the entrances for this. Well, it's going to feel like the biggest match of the night. And while it's not, it also kind of is because yeah. of, and I do think that Utami will get her mat, her win back down the line somewhere before mm-hmm. Kyrie hangs him up whenever she does. She doesn't seem to be doing that anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Uh, once she won that IWGP title, well, unless uh, Sasha Banks beats her, um, which <laughs> you never know. Um, but it does feel like a match that starts Utami on this journey back to the top officially. Much like how 2022
1: was kind of the story of Julia losing a lot of, not necessarily just matches, but losing a lot of what made her a superstar and having to claw it back. Yeah, you Because, know, you know, she struggled this year. I can see this being a similar story for Utami where, you know, she loses a big match on the final night of the previous year, gets stripped of what, you know, the grandeur, the the performative aspect that she's developed over these years and then having to claw herself back into the main picture. Whether that happens at the end of next year or into mid-2024, I'm not 100% sure. But given it's Utami, they're not doing this just for the sake of a stipulation. There's actually there's going to be something going on here.
0: Yeah, yeah, and especially after the past couple of months where she's come so close to getting back mm. to that glory. Mm. Um, it's a good story to tell. Uh, we have the Artists of Stardom Championship match here. Hard core rules. And I've seen a lot of people be like, ah, oh, well, you kind of take away the some of the magic from the match. And I was like, no, no, no. Listen, don't get me wrong. This, is as a normal match, it was going to kick ass. But dude, let's not sit here and doubt these six, please. Yeah, let's not. Let's not. We're not going to do that, okay? We're not going to sit here and doubt them. The 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 Oedo Tai trio has been the best trio of the year. Sorry, Kenny. Okay, like they have done incredible work with these titles, and on the other side's prominence. Mm. Prominence had a great hardcore match with the cosmic angels they're gonna be fine this is gonna be great uh we're gonna get to see momo and risa sarah starlight kid and suzuki again Saki kashima trying to pin all of them like there is nothing bad about this match everything (laughs) about this match is great Saki Kashima is going to be the highlight of this
1: match, and not because she's going to get the most hardcore, but because she's going to sell the hardcore aspect the most. Momoa Nabe, she's looking forward to this. She wants to get her hands dirty. like Kid, along the same line. Prominence, you know, they're chomping at the bit to cause mayhem with any kind of weapons they can find. Saki Kashima, we've seen her kind of, she's not afraid to look terrified when it comes to stardom wrestling. And I think she's exactly the kind of person who's going to look at a hardcore match with the Deathmatch Queen and Suzu Suzuki and think, I want no part of this. How can I avoid getting destroyed before getting destroyed? So, yeah, I think the hardcore element uh, really amps this up and not just because prominence are involved, um, but it's also going to give this match a different flavour to the rest of the show. Because, yes, there's lots of great matches, and this would have been one of them regardless, but when you throw in a few weapons and change the rules up a bit, it does give this a little bit of variety, a spice of life. Mm -hmm. So, um,
0: low-key, this is one of the matches I'm most excited for. And I'm going to go one step further. I think we are crowning new yep. trio's champs, especially after we saw the Triangle Derby lineups come out, and it kind of was like, oh, I don't see certain teams not together, which was slightly sad, but I do like the way that they split it up. Um, yeah. Actually, Saki Koshma was now the leader of a way to I don't think a lot of people <laughs> pay attention to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, Momo will team with Saki and Tora while Starlight Kid is with Ruaka and Umsaki, mm. but prominence is together yes and i think it's the right time to change the titles i think prominence you know i think suzu suzuki will be a singles champion in stardom somewhere down the line but for now this is cool with me mm. this is very cool with me uh, though You know, Haragi's got, getting back to where she once was. Mm-hmm. I noticed that in the hardcore match. She was very effective mm-hmm. in that. And, I mean, you know, you have those two with you. It's like we've seen it with Saki. Like, Saki's not as strong of a wrestler as Momo and Kid, but mm-hmm. she's the perfect complement to them. And mm-hmm. I think Haragi can do the same. Yeah. She provides a different
1: dynamic to Risa and Suzu, which yeah. I think is when you've got trio's titles, like that's a you 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 don't want everyone to be carbon copies of each other. So having her argue there is really good. I do agree, I think this is the time prom Proments are going to win. Especially because like because this pay per view's kind of stardom versus outsiders, and I think no the outsiders won. they need to win one of the championships for it to really make sense to run this. And it's not like no one can win any of the other titles that are in this situation, but prominence makes the most sense.
0: Yeah, Goddess of Stardom Championship match, the match that many people will be sitting there having a heart attack at. <laughs> <laughs> As it will be Meltier, Tam Nakano and Natsupoi facing the Tag League winner 7-Up, Nanai Takahashi, and Yu. Uh, this match is so... This match is going to shut a lot of people up, I think, because mm-hmm. you have the perfect team to oppose Seven Up. You have the singing, happy-go-lucky duo of Meltier, here, who is, I think, truthfully stolen a lot of people's hearts. You know, Tan Mikano is one of the more polarizing wrestlers in wrestling. Mm. You either love her or you hate her. I think everyone universally loves Natsupoi. <laughs> Except unless, for those I'm not, loyal to Donadell Mundi. Unless those, you know, that are, you know, prefer the weaker tall person rather than the small uh Natsupoi. But anyways, you get the point. Like these two, these two have captured magic in a bottle together. Yeah. They are a special duo. And not only should their title reign lap go past this, it go. It, I said it should go six more months. I think they have a lot in the tank. They have a lot of different matches still, and they have a lot of different stories to tell. And we need them to keep singing. We don't want them <laughs> to stop singing yet. They have a great theme song, and them against Seven Up. Seven Up is such a you know different team from them. Mm. This, this is a match. Listen, I don't think anything's touching the main event. No. I don't. Even Kyrie and Tommy I don't think touches the main event. But this is that type of dark horse match you look for on the card. Uh, oh, because Nanai and you have shut up a lot of people, I think. Not everyone yet. But in terms of their match quality, they've had a lot of great matches. And, I mean, Tam and Tamanatsu, that's just what they do. I think they've shut up
1: everyone who's willing to be shut up because, like, their tag league run was fantastic. They had a lot of really good matches against a variety of different people um, and showed that, yes, okay, not everyone's a big fan of the Night Takahashi, um, but, like, she was really good on the tour, and yeah. I think she's going to be really good here, and I think she's the one taking the fall as well. Um, and let's also not forget that Melt here basically came within one point of winning the... Uh, Tokyo Sports Award Tag Team of the Year, yeah. despite only being a team for six months, yeah, you know, they were up against t- full years worth of team, and they came within one point, And honestly, probably should have won, considering they had seven first point, uh, th- like the way they judged the the awards, like they had seven points to uh, Khan and Cobb's three in the first round, and it's done. You know, eliminating people and still they till they get to like nine. So it was kind of a, you could argue they would have won that won the. uh award under different circumstances, but they've only been a team for six months and they're already making those kind of waves. So yeah, like a big win here against seven up. It's going to be a fantastic match uh, because seven up have shown they can deliver stellar matches. Same as Meltier. here. Uh, yeah. This is going to be really, really good. And I think has just the right mix of, Oh God, Oh God, Oh God, don't change the titles that will give you that genuine, like when you're watching a match and totally invested in the result, I think this is going to have that effect on a lot of people because yeah. they're going to be desperate to see Meltier retain.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the point. He's going to do that uh, that German to one of them where she lets go, <laughs> yeah. and where i will just going to be like, "Holy mother of God!" And <laughs> it, it's going to be great. I, I can't, I can't wait for this match. Um, but yeah, Meltier, Meltier does need to win for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, because not even, you know, because I don't want 7-Up to be champions. It's more I want Meltier to be champions than anything yeah. else. This story um, hasn't finished. No, not even close. Um The Wonder of Stardom Championship match, and I think this is the match for me where I do find my limit in terms of I understand frustration mm. a little bit. Because I figure out the perfect way they should have booked this show, and it was that Suzu Suzuki was in this spot, and instead you had Inaba, Marai, and Ami challenging, mm-hmm. because that just would have made sense for you want to talk about year totality and what this year has been. That I feel like would have been a little more full circle in a lot of ways. That being said, I recognize that Haruka Umasaki is a very good professional wrestler. Mm. And I also recognize Saekamitani is Saekamitani. Mm-hmm. So why am I going to sit here and doubt that they don't put on a show? And again, shut some people up, including myself. Yeah, look, I think a lot of people are fair in maybe being disappointed
1: that this is the semi-main event because you look at the year that Saikamitani's had and you look at the challenges that have kind of been set up. Yeah, you know, Suzu Suzuki, style like Kids still kind of out match. Right. Um, yeah. A few of other- yeah, Mariah could easily re-challenge. Like, I think we were picturing, and again, like the big year-end show, this match was maybe going to have more spice to it. Um, Haruka Umisaki definitely came out of left field. Yeah. But I don't think, literally, because like, like the first time she's appeared on the mainline shows, um, but I don't think this has been done without serious thought and consideration. And the fact that put Umasaki in this role A speaks to the trust that Rossi has in Saya, the trust that Rossi has in Umasaki, but also potentially what 2023 has for Umasaki in stardom. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think they just randomly toss Umasaki this match if she's not basically lined up to join probably full-time. Not that they're, you know, unwilling to put outsiders in these big matches but this isn't a match that feels like oh well yeah we'll give this person a go oh she's been working new blood every show she deserves an opportunity so let's yeah. put her in the semi-main event of one of the biggest shows of the year there's more to this uh, will this necessarily deliver to the level of uh tam versus Sale last year probably not um, i can't really say no Yeah, but I think we're going to look back on this match in six months or 12 months or even 18 months and go, yeah, I see why they pulled the trigger on this and did what they did.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to doubt them. They know what Mm. they're doing. Um, There would have been other ways I would have went, but Mm. this is Sai Tani, I'm not going to doubt her now. Um, And... Truthfully, the best thing is Sai Tani and Shuri aren't going to be dropping the titles on the same night, and which was my biggest important. concern.
1: Yeah. I've been worried about this for months because um, if they hit us
0: with Starlight Kid or Marai, we were going to sit there and we would be like, "Oh, the titles are probably changing." Yeah, uh, I still believe Starlight Kid is the next white belt champion. Um, so,
1: in a way, I was it's glad like to see, Yeah, I'm glad. A lot of people sort of are definitely on the Mina train. Um, but I, I don't <laughs> see that happening. I think it's Starlight Kid. Um, not, and this is good because, yeah, it separates the top two championships from their pathway. Um, and now it opens up the door. Like, do they give Cy the run until the Cinderella tournament? Because we've talked about this away from this show. Starlight Kid could win Cinderella. Maybe she doesn't need it in this situation, but that would make sense to lean into that. Um, as like the next challenger but she can also challenge anytime she pleases so now like every month it's going to be like who's the next challenger what are we getting next mm-hmm. um, and yeah it gives Sai Kamatani a pathway now you know she's about to overtake Momo Watanabe a couple of shows away oh, I yeah. would both believe Momo is one of the next two challenges for her to either stop her tying the record or stop her overtaking the record and honestly It'd make all the sense in the world if she beats Momo and then Starlight Kid comes out and goes, okay, my my tag partner couldn't get it done, but I can. I'm going to do this for her.
0: I would go Suzu, Momo, Starlight Kid.
1: Oh, that's (laughs) funny. Oh, I like
0: that. That's what I would do, but uh, we'll (laughs) see. We'll see, of course. I'd go Um, Suzu, Suzu, Suzu. That's true. Well, that'd be Susan Wins, probably, which no one's saying no to. (laughs) Um, World of Stardom Championship. Shuri defends against Julia. The match three years in the making. This Mm -hmm. This isn't one year. This isn't a couple months. This is Julia's destiny. This has been her destiny since she Said, goodbye, Ice Ribbon. I'm here now, stardom. This has been her destiny ever since. There's been a lot of bumps, a lot of bruises, a lot of questions, a lot of hair changes, a lot of ups and downs for Julia. But as we saw on that final five-star night, she couldn't be more ready for this. (laughs) And I've been ready personally for the Julia world title run since last year. Don't get me wrong. I love that we got the Shuri run. I I do love it. And I Mm. love that she got as long as she did because easily could have ended after 200 days or whatever. But she earned herself a prestigious year-long run. Mm. But now it's time for Julia... It, it's not even like we're overdue either. That's the good, that's yeah. the best part of Julia's story. Is that this isn't overdue. It's almost perfect, right? Because we go through the journey. She comes in, she feuds with Hanukkah COVID happens. She has to go. She wins Cinderella, then COVID happens. She has to go through that tournament because Reese's shiki got rid of the title. Her she wins. Her and Tam then are few are feud for a year. All culminates at All-Star Dream Cinderella where she goes from top of the world to rock bottom. And then rock bottom, Julia builds her way up, builds her way up. We see her in the five star reveal the whole new look, the new gear, and we're like, oh, this is her time. Hmm. She gets hurt. Alright, let's do this all over again. <laughs> she comes back versus Konami. Emotional match, but she's She feels like a whole new person in a lot of ways. She's got that spirit of Hana Kimura in her that has seemingly, I think, just pushed her to another level. Also, I will give her credit. She has changed her wrestling Mm. technique and everything about her since she got her head shaved. She is a more vicious, more violent wrestler um, and just an overall better wrestler as well. Mm -hmm. So you go from that show... World. she goes to face Mayu Yutani. They go to a draw, make, sets up world climax. Her and Shuri, that's the limit. Shuri leaves. That leads to, after DDM was as big as ever, by the way, to mm. just add that in. They had eight members or whatever. Um, and then Shuri breaks away. Mariah breaks away. The world's falling apart for Julia. Then that Grand Prix comes. And that's where she drops the first two nights. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh-oh, what's happening here? And then she goes on the run, has that final night against Suzuki, one of the most emotional matches of the year, one of the best matches of the year, mm-hmm. quite frankly. Then has the final against Tam Nakano, where she finally gets back to the mountaintop after getting knocked down. And now her and Shuri go ahead to have one more time I think I, I think I recapped the Julia road as quickly as I could. Yeah. Um,
1: the only thing he missed
0: was it. uh try to poi leaving before the last boy left. Play. I also miss ALK and they were yes. inseparable and then they you know moved apart. But it's a big this, story. It's a big story just on the Julia side. Mm-hmm. Add in the DDM factors of it, their relationship, their tag team. Um how they were once sisters and now they had to separate to move into different worlds. Shuri just being Shuri. <laughs> like that is a story here. She has been dominant. No one beats Shuri. That's the yeah. thing. So we're going to a match for the first time in a long time where it does feel like Shuri's actually going to lose. And that's exciting, right? Yeah. That's exciting. And this has all the makings to make everyone rip up their match of the year lists, rip up anything you thought you had about wrestlers of the year, whatever, and just say, all right, this might be, this is it. This match is it. It has all the makings of that. We've already seen what they could do in one match. Mm. They're going to take it up to another level this time around. And it should be. Absolutely phenomenal with the right person coming up on top.
1: Yeah, look, I, I think Julia's story has led to this being the perfect time for her to finally win the championship. Um, you know, you could have done it a year ago if she didn't get injured in the tournament. Like, it did feel like maybe she was going to win that. I'm glad it took an extra year because I think 2022 has been so important to rounding out her character to be what it is now. And the journey that she's gone there to get to this point has been what has really taken her from obviously someone with great potential and great aura and charisma. But it's just given her just that little bit extra time to hone her skills in the ring, find what truly makes her tick as a wrestler and bring it all together. And this, this night during Queen of is going to be the culmination of all that hard work, all that, you know, sacrifice that she's made to get to this point uh, and, you know, revealing basically the ultimate form of Julia. Because yes, we saw this match in March. It was a you know second best match from that weekend. And honestly, you could feel that okay, there's still one more level they can get to because they knew probably probably knew back then, come December, they're running this back match back. Um, and it's gonna be all the more important, all the more bigger. And it's gonna be nice to cap off what's been an excellent rain for Shuri, exactly three hundred and sixty-five days. Um, culminating, what I think we both agree so far has been back-to-back MVP performances yeah. in terms of wrestler of the year. Um, this gives Sherry a chance to to breathe. To, my work is done, and yeah, obviously she's still going to be involved and still doing great things. But yeah, she's had to carry she's carried this company on her back um, and done a tremendous job of doing so. And I'm excited to see what becomes of her without the pressures of the championship.
0: Yep. I mean, she is one of the most important signings in stardom history because of what Mm -hmm. she's led them to through her work. I mean, she's Mm -hmm. winning every award this year. She won the Tokyo Sports uh, MVP for women's. Mm -hmm. She was PWI's number one. Mm -hmm. She has, like you said, had a 365-day title reign, She's going to, I think at the very least this year, be the number one women's wrestler of the year. You know, I know people will say Osprey or someone, which is, you know, fine. I've I've seen the Osprey matches, I understand. Um, To me, it's between those two, no questions. Um, I think they've broken away from everyone actually very easily. and I think this match will just further Shuri from that pack as well it will
1: be, it'll be really to close. book a match on the 30th or 31st to
0: yeah. get well, got the five star match. He got the Ishii one that I think like five people have seen. Yeah, so true. That did help. I'm sure that helps. Uh, but this is this is this is the perfect ending to the year. This is the yeah. perfect final match of the year because this has been Julia's year with the ups with the downs. Mm. Um, I I still don't think I've ever seen a show per a night more booked perfectly for one wrestler than I did Julia on that five-star night. Mm -hmm. They got every part of her journey into one match or Mm -hmm. into two matches, into one night with the ice ribbon aspect of Suzu and that relationship and then Tam for obvious reasons. And The best part about Julia winning people is she's got a list of contenders. And I I say... Oh yeah, very. Like when I say list, I mean there is like it was Shuri to me. It was it was a how do I how I want to say this correctly? It was a list of all right. Well, these some of these people make sense, and they're gonna be good matches. But none of them, not all of them, felt natural. Julia felt natural, mm. but after that, it was like, "All right, we'll see how how they figure this out." Another Utami match was natural, but other than that, we had to see where she took her reign, and obviously, she took it against all the pillars of Stardom: so Tam, Mayu, Julia, Um, Utami. Mm. She she hit them all. She beat them all. Mm-hmm. She. Went against the past, Nanai. Mm-hmm. She went against the outsider in Risa Sarah from her past. Mm-hmm. She she did a little bit of everything. She yep. she covered all the ground. She did as good as she could. But Julia has Mayu Yutani, Suzu Suzuki, Mirai, Natsupoi, Tam Nakano, Mayu Kihi, who you know mm. they didn't talk about Triangle Derby people, but that's happening. Okay. That's guaranteed at this point. I at least well we're getting the match on the first night, anyways. Utami, that is the biggest match that they've never had. Yes, Momo. Yes, Momo beat her in the G uh, G one. Finally, I did it. You did it Um, in the GP, obviously. So that's and they have history. Yeah, Starlight Kid. We watched Mm -hmm. that. We've that is one of the biggest stories going. Konami. Mm-hmm. Because these two next time, in Hiroshima. Yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure. And of course, Hazuki, who beat her on night one mm-hmm. of the GP, and they have plenty of history as well. So yeah, I think I think Julia's gonna be okay. We're not and gonna, gonna hit all of them she doesn't
1: piss off someone
0: else. Oh, she will. As she want is wanted to will. do. She'll probably piss off Micah or her makeup, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this is going to be a special reign. And it follows what has been three straight special reigns between Mm. Mayu, Utami, and Shuri. And I boldly could say this can be the best of the bunch because of the names I just set. Mm. It'll be a matter of if or when, but that doesn't matter right now. What matters is let's get this title on her, let's crown her, and let's move on to the future. Because truthfully, I feel like this world of stardom title has been in a holdup. In a lot of ways, mm-hmm. until Julia got it. Because mm-hmm. now, after Julia, it's like anyone could win it. I have no idea who the next champion is. And that's exciting. Yeah. It could be Utami again, mm-hmm. or it could be Mirai. Mm-hmm. Or like that's, there's so many ways to go now that Julia will have this belt. And I that think the exciting thing, so too, fun.
1: is the past two reigns, you yeah, know, Utami, Shuri, have both been fantastic champions. But the, it's felt the same they both represented very stoic confident strong wrestlers and the emotion and the uh i guess the personality was coming more from the other side even though both have shown the ability to be quite yeah. heavy personality they've remained a more stoic kind of champion they're not doing that with julia Julia's is right. going to go in the completely other direction um kind of like what they do with the white belt but now she's got that experience and i guess also that confidence to, to kick it up another level. And because of all the history she's built over the years, and, you know, you're going through that list of wrestlers, yes, they're all wrestlers that Shuri or Otami could have faced, but none of them have that, you know, you don't have that same element of history and just character work that we have had with Julia before even getting to the championship matches. Because stardom, typically, like, the storytelling begins at the uh, challenge and then you get the press conference and maybe one or two tag matches in the lead-up, but you don't get a lot of (coughs) long-term developing stories around the titles like this. But with Julia, like every second person on the roster has a reason to get down and dirty in their championship (laughs) match and actually really build on that. So that's what's so exciting with this. Yes, you put on fantastic matches just like all the previous cut cha- few champions we've had. But now we're getting more storytelling on this top championship that's beyond just press conference kind of stuff. And to me, that's what really excites me because the main event scene's going to feel different this year than it has
0: in previous years. She has... And I'm going to say this the right way. She has the same ability as a my in that every match she will have big match has a connection to it
2: mm.
0: if that makes sense mm-hmm. and it, it does happen for from being able to interact with everyone
2: mm.
0: right because shuri didn't really interact with everyone before she won the title yeah nor did utami julia like you just, like we've said, she is She has rivalries with everyone on the freaking roster. <laughs> so it's like, it's just natural. And, you know, Mayu had a connection with everyone because she'd been around forever, obviously. But also, like, you know, in her reign, she had Takumi Roha, which that's a long time connection. Mama Watanabe, that's a long time connection. Um, Jungle Kiona, that's a connection. Mm. You get the point. And we're getting back to that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, a lot of people pick Utami Shuri as the better reigns, but there's something about having that full-on story side that's just going to completely change this. As much as I think 2022 has been great for Stardom, as much as amazing as 2021 was for Stardom, 2023 with Julia on top it has a different vibe. Add in the Stardom um with New Japan aspect. Mm-hmm. Add in the fact that Sasha freaking Banks is going to show up, at least for one match, at least, which is enough in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. There is a different vibe going to 2023, and I thought the same last year going to this year, but what somehow Stardom is managing to do, they're managing to leave the year better than they came into it, Mm -hmm. and when you're coming into it as hot as they were last year, that is that is impressive. And we are gonna end the year perfectly here. we were both picking Julia to obviously win. Yeah. Um, as she should. Stardom's really good at having the predictable but correct winner. Mm. Um, that is that is called a perfect story, people. I know people hate predictable winners. So this is a perfect story for Julia. Yeah,
1: predictable is good when it's set up the right way. And this has been set up the right way because it's not just, oh, they want to put the championship on Julia. It's you look at the story she's gone through and this is the logical next step. You know, Star Wars isn't disappointing because Luke Skywalker walked away in A New Hope, still (laughs) alive and having destroyed the Death Star. Yes, we knew that was going to happen, but that's just good storytelling. Julia coming through everything she's gone through to beat Shuri and win the championship now That's good storytelling. Yes, twists and shocking stuff. It's good and exciting and entertaining, but that doesn't necessarily equal good, smart storytelling. You just have to look at WCW
0: for that. (laughs) Um, I'm going to boldly say this to end our show here. I'm guaranteeing this will be in my top 10 for the end of the year. Oh, I I said that with Mayu and Kyrie and they didn't let me down. And I'm True. confident that these two will not either. I'd need uh, to work out my top 10, but I can definitely see them cracking up for sure. They're too talented to not to, if that mm. makes sense. Uh, but this was the preview for Stardom Dream Queendom of uh, Trent. Hit him with the, uh, what's the word? Plung. What do you got going on? Yeah, what do you got going on? So easiest way to find out what's going on with me,
1: just hit up at one Up Culture on Twitter. Um, but what's going on, I've got year-end stuff, starting year-end reviews coming out. If you like hearing me and Scott banter back and forth, I've got the Ocean Cyclone Show with, with Ryan Dilbert, which will also be doing year-end stuff. Um, I have a few other sort of written pieces sort of getting worked on that will be dropping in the new year. Uh, but that's a that's a few weeks away. That's a whole nother year away. So for now, yeah, it's... End of year—that's all the stuff we're looking forward to. Um,
0: celebrate the year that was together. All right, let me hit them with the plugs. Read the Julia interview if you haven't yet, please. Um, vote in the nominations, five-star Joshi Awards. First ever five-star Joshi Awards. If you haven't yet, though, we've already had plenty. So if you don't want to, that's okay. Um, no, 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 no. Go and vote. Yeah, go make the work harder for me. But that the ballot will officially drop once Stardom Dream Queendom is over. (laughs) For for personal reasons. Um, Next week, next Thursday, I'm going live to review this wonderful show. And everyone's invited not only to listen but to join. I will be streaming live i'll be tossing the link around if you'd like to come in at the end after i review the show and give your thoughts it will be very simple i will hand you a link you will join and i'll kick you out when i'm done with you uh respectfully (laughs) but i want everyone to come in it's gonna be a nice fun party i'm really looking forward to it because this show this company they have done a lot for me professionally um I'm not where I am without this promotion, but it's also, you know, this is the promotion that brings us all together in a lot of ways. Uh, So definitely check that out next week, next Thursday. I'm thinking 3 p.m. Eastern, maybe 4. Haven't decided on the official time yet, but we will have a time. And when the time happens, please make sure to join. But that is it. That is the five-star Joshi show for this week. Uh, Happy holidays, everyone. Enjoy all the wrestling coming up because it's a lot. And uh, I'll see you again next week for the Stardom Dream Queen review. See ya.